somebody buys me a beekeeper suit and there's anything misspelled on the package, <laughs> I'm having a serious concern about and I'm calling customer service. Hey, who said you could come in here? Hey Roaches, I'm Todd Tondera and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts, useful unusuals, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week for the show, I take a guest secondhand shopping. After we gather a thrift haul, we record an episode based on our findings. I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Thrifty Podcast. Shout out all you roaches and all you worms, because this is secondhand shopping for worm people. Of course, I'm Toddy, and welcoming back to the show, Josh, last call, Larkin, LCL, the greatest co-host in the world. How are we oh, How are we doing? You have Max the dog on your lap. It's, petting the hell out of him. It's good to be back. Well, I can't not pet the hell out of him because he is anxiety ridden and he's been nervous this evening. So he, he was a little nervous of the microphone cord that was uh, around him. Well, uh, he was trying to jump in your lap, but he saw the cord. He saw a microphone cord, and that enough was like he like thinks everything is a snake or it's gonna <laughs> kill him or like i love you buddy but i don't know if you're really dumb or just like really really like ang- he's anxious all the time and can never be away from me that's such uh, a that's like such a good uh like a, such a good character somebody who thinks e- everything is a snake everything that moves suddenly becomes a snake Ah, snake oh no <laughs> sorry oh, oh no i'm <laughs> sorry saying, about that it's the hits the bus i have to go to work now but uh a little bit of business to take care of before the episode. I want to dedicate this episode to Big Tim. You know who you are. Um, also, thrifty trading cards. Uh, seven in total right now. Um, they're all on at Thrifty Podcast on Instagram or if you find Thrifty Podcast on Facebook. But we got the whole crew. Everybody's got their own card. Um, in the future, we may have a couple of other folks uh, popping up for some special editions. But right now... Seven original thrifty cards. This is the first set that I've collected entirely since Desert Storm. <laughs> I had all the Desert Storm cards. I was um, uh, putting together, well, obviously I was putting those together, but I was a- asking for uh, pictures that people would like, and you said, let me find one that I'm cute in. <laughs> and then it was my Halloween costume as Crumb. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. So uh, check those out. Uh, again, they're on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, real quick, too, a live show announcement. Uh, Friday the 13th, that's December, so uh, December 13th, start the Beats Holiday Party, and that's going to be at Red Fish Bowl, Pittsburgh, PA, Lawrenceville neighborhood, from 8 p.m. till 1 a.m. Um, so it's going to be start the beat. Ghoul on Ghoul, Neon Brainiacs, introducing to the podcast fam, Queens of NC-17, and also Thrifty. And I had wrote down this information, and I had wrote down um, 8 p.m. to uh, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m., but when I was reading out loud, I'm like, I'm not outside that late. <laughs> I'm not outside that late. You turn into a pumpkin after midnight. Yeah, I, don't, I, I have to, hopefully my set earlier is a little earlier. No, I'll hang out, but. Just I, curl up but underneath I, the I desk heard, with the I just heard bag. a natural inflection, like when I was reading 1 a.m. 8 p.m. to 1 a.m.? Well, I just, I don't know. I'm just such a creature of habit. Like, I like getting up early. I like getting my stuff done. I like getting my shit in, as they say. You got to get to the bins. And at night, like, I swear, I just like to sit. That's, like, my favorite thing to do. Like, just sitting. Like, it's – and I'm on my computer doing, like, some type of work or something. But, like, I just sit at night. That's all I do at night. I don't really like to go out when I get off of work. It's already, you know, significantly late at night, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so I don't like to go out that late. So I'm the same way. I just like to sit. I'm a sitter. And uh, we are actually recording this a lot later in the evening than we usually start. This is probably one of our latest starts 
Um, we're in Studio B, Josh's house today. Yeah. That's why Max is here. That's why Max is here. Yeah, Max doesn't travel outside because his heart will explode if he goes beyond the fence. <laughs> He's going to see a lot of cords in the wide open area there. Oh, God. If he went if he, in familiar, unfamiliar places, it takes a while to adjust. It's a wreck. I get it. So, yeah. So, Josh and I went thrifting this morning, and we sort of operated on the uh, old schedule when we worked together. We used to go thrifting in the morning, and then we would go to work, and then we would thrift uh, – excuse me, we would record in the evenings. So we were with each other the whole day. Back then it was the whole day. Like we're talking forever. Yeah, Yeah. now I have – that was a real job, but not like a real, real job. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, you know, we don't work together, uh, Mm -hmm. but we did. We spent the the morning, and then you were actually – at my home while I was working, just hanging out, watching wrestling. Yeah, just watching wrestling. Pet and Max set up a board game, everything like that. Had a blue moon beer. Why yeah, won't you? Yeah, beer in the fridge. Come on over. But uh, yeah, let let's get into our thrift haul since I already mentioned it uh, at the top. The first thing we're gonna take a look at is one of my favorite board games growing up, and a little inside baseball. I don't really like board games. I don't even know if this is really a board game. Yeah, it, that's, I, it is a board game, but it's it's not – it's like it could be – there doesn't need to be a board. It's an interactive dice game. Interactive dice game by Milton Bradley. Two to four players. We're talking about Shark Attack from 1988. And I found this in a Goodwill outlet bin, and it's in pristine condition. There's also uh, a Kawabunga Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sticker on the box from the late 80s. I I was going to say, which proves it came out in 1988. And even the tagline on it says, the motorized race and chase game. It's not a motorized (laughs) board game. It's a race and chase. It's a race and chase. So uh, a little description of Shark Attack. I got this from (laughs) the board game Wikipedia. A lot of different types of folks on that. (laughs) A bunch of grown-ass adults. A lot of of different types of folks on that. There's no eight-year-old boys from 1988 writing up the review. It's you as an adult. So Shark Attack. Don't get gulped. It's a race and a chase and a swim for your life escape. You are one of four little fish that encounter a shark with ferocious appetite. You've got to move and move fast. Roll the dice and move your fish. But watch out. If you're not fast enough, the motorized shark creeps up behind and swallows your fish. You're out of the game. The last fish to escape the shark's bite they win the game. So what happens is is uh, you have dice. Uh, you have four colored fish. You have a white fish, a green fish, a yellow fish, a red fish. And you have dice that you roll. And if your color comes up on the dice, you move your fish. And there is an axis in the middle of the board. And the shark just gravitates around that. Yeah, he just kind of like pops up with his mouth open and will gulp you. And I remember... Uh, Growing up uh, with my sister, we played this a lot. Um, This is something I actually played with my dad a lot. And, boy, we didn't get to play too much. The reason why I'm opening the box back up, because we did play earlier, is I wanted to get the shark's noise. And this shark noise, because I played it as a kid, but when we played it today, I I remembered the exact sound it makes and what it does. It so. is an immediate throwback to those challenges. Yeah, I, I, and it, I was, again, like six years old. Um, so let's see if I could get a, get this mic'd up. I don't know if it's going to work. I have it on my notes. Uh, so let's see. You could probably just let it. Yeah, I was going to say just let it gulp on the mic. That felt strange to do. <laughs> of all the things I've done with a microphone, I've never like let like a shark like deep throated before. It, it really got to yeah fillet it. Max peeked up. He was asleep, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What's happening over there?" Not too good. So uh yeah, so shark attack was the the, the first find today, and it's actually relatively worthless. 
but like I thought for sure <laughs> that it would be worth something. It's worth your memories. That's it's the not. important thing. But here's the thing about that, because we have stuff on the show that's sometimes a lot of money, sometimes it's not a lot of money. I want somebody out there to buy Shark Attack. And I don't say that often because it's like I'm not going to tell people to use their money. Like I'm not going to tell people how to how to use their money at all. But Shark Attack, you could literally buy different places for like nine to twelve bucks, like online. Get Shark Attack, play it, get back to me. Now in 2004, uh, for Shark's Tale, they actually rebooted the game. So don't get the the Shark's Tale shit. Get the original Shark Attack. You're not going to tell people what to do except to not spend their money on Will Smith. Get yeah. the unbranded, non-Smithified version of it. Because I don't want to tell anybody how to use their money, but this is like under 10 bucks. You could get a game from 1988, very simple to play. You and three other friends have a couple drinks and uh, just, yeah, watch the shark go around and uh, buzz on your fish. But uh, we played two games. I won the first one. I lost the second one. But in the second one, your fish was getting... No, was it the other way? I won the second game. Yeah, you won the second game. I won the first game. And you were saving one of your fish. You kept rolling. into So it's like, go, go, go. And you pulled the fish out of the shark's mouth. You're like, no, he's good. No, he was still sticking out. and <laughs> He wasn't swallowed. We didn't review. So if I can get the shark, I can move him. Or if I can get the fish, I can move him forward. That happens all the time. It if, says, don't get gulped. If you would have seen Shark Tale, you would know that that happens all the time. So, obviously, um, Secret Revealed, I didn't see Shark Tale. Shark's Tail or Shark Tale? I think it's just Shark Tale. Okay, Shark Tale, Will Smith Project. Or maybe it is a Shark's Tale. I don't know. Mm. It's a bug's life, that's for sure. I thought it was weird because in that movie, a lot of the fish like stand up like SpongeBob style. Yeah. And it was really awkward. Interesting. It's not a great film. Okay, I'll check it out. Stick to the Nemo. Yeah, so we're going to uh, continue on with our uh, finds today. Uh, so, interesting. So this is kind of like a first ever type thing going on here. Which is rare. As many <laughs> as many shows we've done as the shit we've seen. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I hung out with a, a family member uh, last weekend that I hadn't seen in a little while. And I had come over, and obviously he was like, oh, you know, ha happy to see me and whatnot. And he just started giving me things. And by that, I mean we have, like, bar lights. We have clothes. Um, I got a, a tungsten ring at home. It was all these just random things. And as I'm going through these clothes, I notice that there are sensors still on all of them. Well, yeah, The uh, if you're not familiar with the sensors, the, the big tags on clothes that set off the alarms so you that don't... cause a panic attack in anybody who is not stealing. So, yeah, the sensors would go off in the alarms, and I said, well, where did you get these from? And he just, like, mumbled something about the guy at the gas station that he used to work with, and then I just didn't ask more questions. And so um, I don't have any of that here today. It's a viable excuse to get out of anything. Anytime anybody asks you anything, just mumble something under your breath about a guy at a gas station and hope they don't ask any more questions. Hope it just stops there. You know, there's a guy at the gas station who used to work with them. So, um, yeah, the I have to find some kind of magnet to get those sensors off the clothes, um, and then we can do what – I don't know. We'll see, but – I'll probably just give them back after the sensors are off. Does that t technically make you a fence? Like, mm. well, they're not vintage clothes, so I would never sell them. Yeah, there's nothing to do with them. Like, mm -hmm. it's you know, you're just holding them. I'm just, I'm just holding them. You're um, aiding and abetting the the theft. And another one was a tungsten ring, size eight. Uh, no idea where that came from. Stealing a ring is a really bold move because typically I think you have to ask to see the rings. Like, aren't they like you know counter specific with like interaction with an employee? Sure. Now, okay, so I'm I'm not saying a hundred percent that they stole this stuff, but it looks like criminal activity. I'll say that. I don't know what the deal I mean, is. They may not have stole it. The guy at the gas station may have stole it. 
This, who knows? I don't know if it's a crime to receive stolen property that's been received to stolen property. Like, if you grew up where I grew up, you kind of get it. <laughs> but this tungsten ring, um, it has uh, a couple diamonds in it. And this relative took it, he said, to two jewelers. And the jewelers were like, yes, it's like, and that's why he knows it's tungsten and all this kind of stuff. And they say, yes, it's like a good ring. And, but you can't sell it because when, uh, like those jewelers, uh, like buy rings or whatever, um, they oftentimes melt them down and like make other rings. And the people didn't want to buy the ring because it was tungsten and you can't melt that down apparently. Is tungsten a rock and not a metal? I don't know what yeah. tungsten even is. And, um, so he gave it to me. It's size eight. So the people at the jewelers said it, it, your best bet is to find somebody who wears a size 8 and sell it to them or give it to them because there's not going to be a lot of resale just because of the type of ring. But it, it probably goes for about like 40, 50 bucks. Oh, small resale market for the tungsten fans sure. out there with a the size. I don't even know. I've been alive three and a half decades. I couldn't tell you what size any of my fingers are. No. No, sometimes I, I can't even for sure tell you what size my feet are either. Now, I know, like, <laughs> the range of feet, but, yeah. like, I I own a ring, but somebody bought it for me. I don't know how they knew what size I wore, uh, but I couldn't even guess. I don't even know what the range of finger sizes is. Um, so uh, the person that the ring came from was a size 8, um, you'd have to think. Um, so that's does it fit your fingers? <laughs> no, it does not fit my fingers. Too small, too large, too large, huh? Too large for my fingers. I would figure an eight would be in the middle. Um, well, I have these like, they're kind, they're not big hands, but they're a little bigger than average, and they're just like bony. You're spindly. Yeah, I have like a certain like build to me mm -hmm. that like I don't really appreciate. Like, <laughs> it's okay. The longer we get into this, the spindlier you get and the stouter I get. Mm -hmm. By the time we're in our forties, we're gonna be Abbott and Costello. Yeah, that's that's the hope. So, um, but with that, the reason why I mention that is, as I mentioned before, there were some bar lights. And what we're looking at here, um, and we lit it up before, Josh, you mentioned it would be a cool-ass kitchen light. Um, it's uh, two and a half feet by one foot. Uh, it's a like a rectangle. It's a, it's a black rectangle. And inside of it, the glass, rolling rock beer sign. Yeah, and the reason it's that size is because it perfectly frames a bottle of rolling rock. So it's just a bottle of rolling rock in a giant frame, and it lights up. And this is something that, this is actually the second bar light I got from this family member. Um, so they're See, just... I don't think the bar light's stolen. That's, a, you don't steal things no. that big. No. No. Or... That, you might scam it, but it's or, not stolen. Or maybe you do, and you're good at it. I mean, yeah, I, that, that's like baby carriage thieving. But, that's like uh, what you put in the in the yeah. baby stroller. So, yeah, so what I have here was, yeah, it wasn't um, taken from anywhere. He, I guess he just had them over time because this is the second one he's given me. The first one was, uh, it's in the Brick Body Kid shop. It's like the, the Heineken yellow sign when you open the door. And this one, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in the kitchen. Rolling Rock Beer, I've never really dove into Rolling Rock. Uh, that's the thing about that is it's got like the wave of water behind it, like that '90s cool water splash yeah. going on, and that's basically what Rolling Rock tastes like. Of all like the watery kind of you know like judgmental, oh it tastes like water beers. Mm -hmm. I could say I think Rolling Rock is maybe the wateriest, but okay, it's not a bad beer. I'm sure I've had it, but I'm saying I don't have any like I don't remember growing up. Uh, my uncle Tom. That was his favorite beer. It was my dad's favorite beer for a long time until he went on a cruise and discovered you could put a lime in a Corona. And then that was game over. And that changed his life. Game over. And then it like opened his whole horizon. He's like, do you know there's other beers? And I'm like, yeah, like hoppy ones. <laughs> there's like a few. Dark ones, light ones. You know, IPAs. Like all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. So that was the, uh, the second item 
uh, that we'd be going over today. Do you want to go over your hat next? Maybe uh, the coolest one today. Yeah, as as uh, I think a lot of folks know, uh, I <laughs> as a lot of folks know is how you introduce. A lot this. of folks know. Uh, uh, I I don't know that I am a shithead, but I gravitate <laughs> towards hats, uh, and I have shithead tendencies for sure. Um, but what I purchased today is a vintage 1985, uh, like brown and cream trucker hat. Uh, trucker hat that says "shithead" in cursive, in cursive on the panel, and up until very recently had a plastic turd. Uh, on the brim of the hat that was uh, stuck there with a wooden block and two staples. S- to symbolize shithead, because there was a piece of shit on the brim. So in case, yeah, in case it's not, you know, like, we didn't have the poop emoji in 1985, so you couldn't, no. like, wear a beanie that looked like shit and, like, <laughs> not have to write shithead on yeah. it. You had to, like, say it, glue, yeah. like, dollar store poop onto your head. And then just write it. And then, yeah, just hope people would get the joke. So mm-hmm. you've got to spell it out. Uh, and it was 23 cents. I mean, you can't even buy plastic poop for 23 cents. Not let this alone, day and age with the economy the way it is. I mean, the plastic poop market, whew, that and pig bellies this year have just really. <laughs> um, but for, you know, the quality, it's not bad quality. It's a little, you know, dinged up. But mm-hmm. uh, it's unpassable for a shithead 23 cents well what i liked about it is so you you got the hat had a it had a turd right on the brim so shithead right on it and obviously that's like the joke because there it is well you took the piece of crap off of it so now it's just a trucker cap that says shithead with no reference to anything else just an identity now which was really my goal all along is because the uh the poo uh, has a rip in it yeah so it's already like if you, you if you wore it in the rain your mm-hmm. turd would just fill with water oh yeah i guess that would happen wouldn't it, it yeah and then like you've got to slosh around with it's just things i don't want on record uh but so pulling it off yeah now it's just a hat that says shithead and then has a little like 1985 on it which is much more my style is just an unreferenced (laughs) shithead hat um so that was that was a, a cool find for today um before we go into break uh so josh had some ideas for these that we should raffle these off or somewhat I have no idea who would ever want them, but we have, um, and it's a whole line of them. There's like four or five of them. We have Mountain Dew t-shirts still tagged dead stock probably. (laughs) Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was a slower day in the bins today. People were going crazy out there. Uh, And so when we found the Mountain Dew shirts, we were laying them out and thinking of ideas, and... We often come up with a lot of stupid ideas. Karate fighter do. tournaments. Karate. F- oh, yeah. Last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had a whole big thing, a yeah. gimmick that was in all kinds of goofy shit that uh, you'd let me get away with. And so I was thinking, why not? Everybody knows you're a Mountain Dew boy. Like, yeah. Mountain Dew is your thing. The, It'll kill me. The iconic sure. Halloween picture, we had to grab Mountain Dews to really get the point across with your love of it. And yeah. uh, so when we saw these Mountain Dew shirts, I thought, why not, you know, put your own personal touch on a Mountain Dew shirt? Maybe they're signed. Maybe they're brick body tie dyed and body, signed. Brick body bleached yeah brick body bleached yeah and and signed uh okay you know maybe gimmick them up and then get them out to whoever the fuck would want them (laughs) okay so to whoever the fuck would want one uh (laughs) i mean somebody does i i if i if i was you know wayfish enough that i could fit into these because they're all women's cuts and i think the largest we have is maybe a 2xl it's a 2xl but uh, as gendered, stupid gendered clothing is, they make the quote unquote lady shirts like they're just impossible, impossibly short sleeves. They're impossibly short they're, sleeves. They're, yeah, wicked in your pits. Yeah. Uh, 
and I'm not fitting in any of these. <laughs> any so of them. I would very much love for them to go to people who will rock the bleach with your signature, maybe indiscriminately in a tiny pit. That could uh, be fun. So if you want to show off the tiny pit and you know peek the signature, yeah. It's there. And they're newer. They're from like 2013. Yeah, they have tags on them. Yeah, they have tags on them still too. Um, with that, uh, I because there's like there, I think there's like two smalls, two XLs, and one medium. And no, I meant two double XLs. There's no XLs at all. So two double XLs, one medium. Um, and too small. The double X, I almost fit in it. I was gonna say I thought it looked like you almost could fit into fit it. In it looked it. like almost like the Coca Cola Thailand shirt that you have. Yeah, I love that shirt. That's a, a really great find. So yeah, so secret revealed one of the shirts I wore. Ooh, so. <laughs> you don't know which one because there's two of them the same size. But I didn't take the tags off. But uh, yeah, so Mountain Dew, I guess, is is kind of my calling card these days. And um, uh, earlier in the week, I like I would had a panic attack at the grocery store. Did I tell you about that? Um, I do believe you did. At some point, I told you about some of my panic. I attacks. confuse all your panic attacks that happened at the grocery store. Was <laughs> it was it a Coons panic attack? Yes, it was at Coons grocery store. Um, local here and it was crazy because so I remember uh, going into and this is the truth I remember go going into Coons and the next thing I know I was like checking out like I was checking out I was at the 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 like the register and I was just feeling all kinds of weird that day I in my and I posted this on Instagram on my personal Instagram I had filled up my cart with four, like, long boxes of Mountain Dew and a one-liter Mountain Dew. And I had four frozen uh, chicken breasts. Like, four, you know, you know those, like, chicken cutlets almost? Yeah. Like, they're chicken breast packs. I had four of them. So, I have, four, I have frozen chicken for days. And I have Mountain Dew for days, and see that's dangerous because now I don't have to. I don't have to. The only thing I have to leave the house for now is to thrift, uh, to record this show. If we record here, I record somewhere else, and live episodes. That's true. Do you remember the time that I made you a uh, chicken that was covered in Dorito crumbs? Yeah. I knew you would love that because I know how much you like Mountain Dew. I was like, there's no way he's not going to like chicken yeah. covered in Doritos. I remember that. that, yeah. that those were some good times. And even today when I discovered that I had Mountain Dew in my uh, garage, mm-hmm. I was going to do a joke on Instagram and lay out gummies and then Mountain Dew cans and write, oh, look, it's a Todd trap. But... <laughs> I didn't have gummies that were easily photographed. The only thing I had were the little tiny micro gummy bears. Oh. And they don't show up on my hardwood floor because I definitely laid it out, but it didn't work. And, um, like, what I use, AD, uh, I have ADHD, and Mountain Dew is great for that. The late, great Daniel Johnson also did the same thing. More sugar helps ADHD. Yeah, so um, how people have, like, they wake up and they have their morning coffee. I have, like, my morning can. That's what I brought you this morning. I brought you a Mountain Dew and a Nutri-Grain bar. Oh, yeah, and the funny thing about that is, so I pounded a Mountain Dew at home because you I just explained I had all that. already had one, yeah. I already had one, so I roll up. I roll up to your house today. And you give me a Nutri-Grain bar and a can of Mountain Dew. <laughs> so I had two Mountain Dews. Um, what time did we What time did we get there this morning? Like ten. Like ten. Yeah. A little bit before ten. So I had, I had like two. I had two cans of Mountain Dew before ten o'clock, and so that's how I started out the day. And since then, I've had a can and a half, another can and a half, because I had another can at home, and I was doing my fourth can, and my body was like. Chill, seriously. Even for you, chill. And I was like, okay. Relax, relax. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of do, but it's not obsessive. Like, if if you compare it to the amount of coffee a lot of folks drink. Yeah. I drink a ton of coffee. Um, New coffee maker. Yeah, I I broke my coffee maker. That's how much coffee I drink, so I had to get a new coffee maker. Uh, And there was one day where I had no coffee, and it was like hell. Uh, (laughs) 
And I was like, oh, I got to get energy drinks. And it was just like sugar. And I don't react well to sugar. I just like the caffeine because I drink my coffee black. Yeah. Um, and when I get sugary, I get like like a cokehead. Um, <laughs> but like really unproductive. Like instead of like doing. And just speeding around? Instead of doing chores, I'll just rearrange a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like organize it or clean it. Just like. Because I'll lose focus. I can't yeah. maintain what the hell I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives me ADHD, but it's like three seconds. And so it's a little reverse. I turn into, yeah, like a goldfish with like movable limbs. And I just, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, but I consistently need to do things. Yeah. Um, so that was our uh, thrift haul for today. We have Shark Attack from 1988. We have the Rolling Rock Beer Light. Um, that I that I'm gonna be putting into my kitchen. We have the shithead hat. We have the Mountain Dew T-shirts. And Josh, th- uh, when we come back from break, we're, we're playing a game one-on-one together that we haven't played in months. How are you feeling about our uh, Vintage versus Modern coming up? I'm a little rusty, uh, to be honest. I don't know if that's going to impact anything because I was never good to begin with. I don't know if being rusty is going to help me or hurt me, so we'll see. And when we come back, we're going to do just that. So stay tuned. commercial break and it's good josh to see the commercials back where they belong because uh they took my my commercials folder on my desktop that i put commercials in the episode they took me hostage last week and they had an all commercials episode i heard about this yeah it was uh it was unfortunate for me um i i did see that that people did enjoy it they did enjoy uh oops all commercials so that's why I was let out this week to do another episode because it it was looking bleak for a while, but I'm fine. I'm just appreciative that the commercials took the time to upload it and title it so mm-hmm. that people had something to do while you were held hostage. Yeah, and it's also great that uh, you know they uploaded it right to the Thrifty stream. So that was convenient for me. They kept the schedule. I mean, they're not sociopaths. They're yeah. polite. I mean, well, sociopaths are polite folks. But sure. I mean, they're not vindictive, you know. Yeah. So it's good to see them back where they were. But uh, uh, I forgot to mention in Act 1, we were talking about the trading cards. Um, so I guess uh, uh, DJ Lil has nominated uh, LCL, Josh Last Call Larkin over here, to the Thrifty Hall of Fame. My favorite thing about that is if anybody else did it, we would throw away the yeah, idea. Yeah, I don't care. I wouldn't care at all. Immediately put it in the trash. But because it's Lil and Lil is Lil, it immediately becomes the best idea you've ever heard. It has to be canon. So we'll do some kind of like cel- celebratory episode maybe. Oh, I don't want to know. But uh, so every two years, we're going to induct somebody into the Thrifty Hall of Fame. But uh, LCL is the first one in. You beat Sarah the Witch, huh? I have probably recorded with you in more places than like, I don't know. I've had sex with everybody in my entire <laughs> life. 
Like, we've been, like, everywhere together. Yeah, so when we used to record in an – we recorded in an attic, and it was, like, a hot, small room. And remember those couple times – I can't remember why, but we had to record in my even tinier bedroom with Ryan Thompson. We had to sit on the mattress, and, the, like, there were – points in time i remember ryan made the mattress wet we don't know how there were all kinds of things that happened in the early days when you go on the way back but yeah we were in addicts we've been you know at roboto yeah uh, we've been black yeah we've been at black cat we've been at your place we've been at my place um so the hall of fame award pretty cool right pretty appreciated i very much so and it couldn't mean more than coming from lil because i know I don't think anybody's listened to more episodes than Lil, so. Uh, who knows? She's a PodCoin listener of the week. Oh, yeah. PodCoin listener of the week. Uh, R.I.P. So I, I wanted to uh, uh, get you thinking a little nostalgic because we're, we are going to uh, have a little bit of an older segment coming back. We've been doing the past weeks. And Josh versus Toddy, vintage versus modern. On eBay.com, the website, we find objects and compare them to their vintage counterparts. So we take a look at the sold listings, and then we find something, both modern and vintage, compare them, and we throw them at one another to see if each other could guess which one has more value. Now, uh, we're pretty bad at all the games. Um, Yeah, neither one of us excel at anything... Really, I mean... Even outside of this podcast, I don't excel at anything. I, As a Hall of Famer, I can say <laughs> that the only thing really I've done well is this. Okay, so... Uh, I'll go first. Why not? Okay, I'll go first. Um, I'll, give you, I'll give you this. We've never done this before. Do you want uh, vintage versus modern A or vintage versus modern B? So one or two on, on how I list them. Oh, I wasn't prepared for this many choices. Now I'm having a panic attack, but I'm going to go with A just to get it over with. Okay. So we are looking at vintage versus modern beekeeper suit. Beekeeper suit. So uh, first I will go to the vintage beekeeper suit. It's a beekeeper veil and suit smock double xl and that's the complete listing now uh judging by the picture it didn't say the decade it's from but judging by the picture and i don't know this for sure i would say 90s i would say early i'd say early 90s because it it's like white but it has that yellow that things get like, after a bit, it's got that little yellow tint to that it. That 90s, I smoke in the mall kind of tint. While I'm, you know, collecting honey type of tint. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, the beekeeper veil and suit smock, double XL. And that's going to go against the modern beekeeper suit. Uh, this is beekeep- beekeeper, beekeeper bee suit, animal handling pest control. So, beekeeping, beekeeper bee suit. Animal handling, pest control, and this is also a double XL. So say that eight times faster, even once. Mm. See, the phrasing on the second one has me concerned. Mm-hmm. The beekeeping, BBB, animal handling. Mm-hmm. I don't think animal handling is something people refer to in the way of bees. Like, well, I didn't make this up. If oh, that's no, what no, you're no. Saying. No, I know. <laughs> I didn't make it up. I'm just saying, in the judgment of which would be more, that one sounds like maybe it's just gimmicked to, uh, to attract, uh, mm. you know, as many Buzz searches words. as possible. Yeah. Okay. And it's like one of the mass produced cheapo mm-hmm. beekeeper suits. Okay. Um, so they're just throwing words in the title, so you find them, keywords. Well, we know eBay uh, well, and that is something that a lot of folks do. Yeah, you know, and uh, I don't know, you know, what else for animal handling you're buying off of eBay that you would need a bee suit for other than bees, and you're not going to look for animal handling to find a bee suit exactly. So that's what, you know, throws me off on it. That's fair. So I'm going to go with the vintage because... They took a picture in it. You could tell that, you know, there's mm-hmm. some wear in it, but it's still a quality bee suit. And, uh, I mean, the bees don't judge you if yeah. your suit's not as like white as it could be. Like, they're not going to, like, 
That's a really good Tide commercial, though. <laughs> like, judgmental bees who won't make honey because your suit's not as white as it could be. That could... Hey. Hey. That's why you're a Hall of Famer. Look, Hall brother. of Famer idea. That's why Robert Morris gave me that fucking fruit. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. But, yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go vintage, vintage on that one. Okay. Um, how many bucks do you think? Um, oh, man. I couldn't have fathom what a bee suit even Me goes either. for and that's that that's why i actually i don't know how it came to my mind but i couldn't fathom how much they went for either so i was like okay what does one bee even go for let alone a suit to keep all the bees away from you mm-hmm. um no i would say i'm gonna think a bee suit is like 150 maybe like to three hundred dollars okay so i'm gonna say the vintage by 25 bucks 25 bucks yeah gotcha okay um so um so in the vintage beekeeper veil and suit smock double xl that goes for 2678 man and the modern beekeeping beekeeper bee suit animal handling pest control 21.99 all right so you win with vintage you had the money all off but you are officially on the board now in your defense some do go for more money i would say why the fuck is honey so expensive if a suit is less than $30 how how much could bees in a little house cost well the modern one as you identified was a mass-produced, like, it was almost like a shawl, and then the, the bee shit, like the bee thing. <laughs> like, the ghost, like the ghost of a beekeeper outfit. Yeah, yeah. And I, that's something, because, like, okay, there's a lot of things that you could do the generic brands for. I do generic brands all the time. Do you want to do, like, a generic bee suit? Like... No, if somebody, like, got me a bee suit and, like, I've shown you some of the things that I bought and for my daughter. They're, like, the knockoff dragons and things where the wording is really hilarious yeah. on the package. Oh, yeah. If somebody buys me a beekeeper suit and there's anything misspelled on the package, <laughs> I'm having a serious concern about and I'm calling customer service. Because I think you just throw that shit on and, like, you just like you just get stung. And you're like, oh, my beekeeper outfit has three armholes. <laughs> Should have went for the vintage. <laughs> yeah. So Should have sprung for that extra $7. So you are right. Vintage wins a point for you. I appreciate that. Uh, hopefully I can keep up the streak and strike you out. Mm-hmm. Um, pulling a few tricks and pranks with my rubber poo. Prank day? So, uh... Prank wars? The Vintage is a magician's box of tricks and pranks. That's so messed up, I almost did the magician's box today. Oh, I hope you didn't actually look at them, because this one, I believe, was sponsored. Uh, However, it was already sold, um, but Mm -hmm. had been sponsored for a while. Uh, This one, judging from the picture, 60s to 70s, didn't specify in the ad. But it does include books and notes. Some of the tricks and pranks are used. Doesn't specify how many, but some have been used. Okay. The modern equivalent of this is a new multiplying. It's one trick. New multiplying color changing bottle trick. Whoa. Includes eight bottles. Whoa. That change colors and multiple i don't want to give away the trick but if you're an adult it's pretty easy to figure out because <laughs> it's basically they just go inside yes of each other. yeah um well we did have uh not too long ago uh, i had that magic box that i found that i still have and there's like tricks in it as on like a past episode and I gave some tricks away, but sometimes that magic box heats up at night. I haven't figured out why. Spirits I don't even, of the dead. Yeah, so it just heats up at night. Um. So okay. Um. Geez, my thought process here is, um, sometimes tricks expire. Um. So some of the stuff doesn't like work anymore. Um, so I'm going to take that into consideration. 
Um, and also that's good for uh, that's a good uh, slogan, a new uh, a good mantra for you. Um, so <laughs> Some <laughs> tricks expire. <laughs> yeah, I believe I've heard Pimp say that in movies during the separation scenes. <laughs> Some tricks expire. Uh, what was the modern one again? Run through the it. The modern is the multiplying color changing bottle trick. Okay. It features eight full-sized bottles, and they're pretty vibrant colors. I'm going to go modern on this, and I'm going to go modern 36 bucks. I don't know why that's coming to my head, but I couldn't get it out. Maybe I was thinking of Hall of Famer Jerome Bettis. Uh-huh, the boss. And, uh, hates flying. Hates flying. Uh, and I'm going to go the, the vintage is like 30 bucks. So I'm going to go modern by 6 bucks. Well, well, you're off on both accounts. Damn it. Um, Damn it embarrassing. It is the vintage magician box of tricks and pranks. Uh, this is why I include shipping and handling in it because I, yeah vintage sold for nine dollars and 99 cents jeez shipping and handling 75 dollars because it's wood probably the new one is uh, it wood including shipping and handling the new one was 81 dollars and 95 cents see but, i thought it was going to be like little boxes i didn't think it was going to be chests well, vintage is about three dollars more 84.99 on the vintage including shipping and handling you think we'd know like i do this for a living and i don't know prices of anything and it seems like no i mean i mean it's not markets that we're into and that's the fun thing about this game is i know what you would know and what you have no frame of reference for. I almost did Canes again, uh, but mm. I went a different route on the Christmas theme since this is going to be the first episode post Thanksgiving. Yeah, round two, I'm going to go into Christmas, but that could be. You fun. hit me with your round two first. Okay, so so far you are up one zip, and there's only uh, two rounds to this. So the best I can do here is tie you right here. And then if you don't get the second one right, we tie. So you are a huge advantage here. This so, could seal seal it for me. Yeah, this could seal it. Um, so uh, we had the beekeeper suit. Now we're going for, and this is the whole thing, we're talking hat, top, bottom, a airplane pilot uniform. I thought you were going to hit me with a seakeeper suit. I see. <laughs> no, uh, uh. An airplane pilot uniform. So the vintage one is from a Mexican airline, um, Valoris. And it uh, says, hat, shirt, pants, bundle, very nice. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Mexican airline, hat, shirt, pants, bundle, very nice. Uh, the modern one is... Preacher TV airplane pilot screen warm uniform and clothes. Hmm. Preacher TV airplane pilot is something that was written. And as I read it, it sounds like, again, I made that up. That's how it was written. That actually makes perfect sense to me. Screen worn. So, uh, yeah. and So it's kind of proppy, I bet. With that, uh, I, I'm familiar with Preacher. I read the comic. Uh, I watched the first season of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stopped watching because I, I'm not very good with television. That's why I watch wrestling. Um, I can't keep track of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so knowing that it's screen-worn, I have to think that, I mean, there's probably – a subset of people who like collect pilot uniforms and maybe this Mexican airline is like a rare thing, but like mm-hmm. movie people can get a little nuts. I don't think it's astronomical. Uh, so I'm going to go modern. Uh, I'm going to say modern is like 180 bucks. Okay. And I'm going to say the vintage is like, See now I'm second guessing myself, but I'm saying I'm gonna stick with it and say vintage is like one fifty. So I'm gonna say like thirty dollars. I'm gonna okay. go modern. So uh, what we have vintage versus modern airplane pilot uniform. Uh, 
the vintage one, $42, 42 bucks. So um, all three of these, uh, we have, both of us combined, have uh, put price tags on all this stuff, and it's nowhere close to it. We're, I'm over no. yeah. by a long shot, and you are under by, yeah. well, we'll see on the second round. Probably a ton. Yeah. Um, so the vintage one is $42. The screen worn preacher TV airplane pilot uniform, forty dollars. So it is vintage. So vintage wins by two bucks. Ooh. So you did not win round two. So the All best right. I can do is tie. All right. See, that was the narrow, narrow, but I was off on both accounts yeah. by a long shot. So both of mine this week were vintage. All right. So we're going uh, above the fireplace for the Christmas oh, round here. Christmas round, baby. And uh, we're going as far as the modern goes. It's not. So the modern first? It's yeah. It's as modern as uh, it gets for stockings that you want to buy on eBay. Okay. Uh, but the vintage. Okay. Uh, We've had people bend the rules, and some of them are named Josh, and some of them are named Shane. Uh, it will never be uh, Sykes levels of rules. So no, uh, everybody does. That's just whatever they want. It's what, vintage versus just modern. Just stomp on the segment, and that's what it is. Uh, yeah. That's the bit. Okay, so for modern, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1985. So the modern first. Okay, there are four stockings, all four turtles from 1985. The vintage, we're going 36 pairs of flat-knit vintage nylon stockings, deluxe sheer. So four modern Ninja Turtles, because the Ninja Turtles are still popular. Yeah. Uh, the new Turtles look stupid and don't hang them uh, as stockings, but these are cool Ninja Turtles, the original Ninja Turtles from 1985. Versus the vintage 36 pairs of flat-knit vintage nylon stockings from the 1950s. So, uh, the new turtles don't look like they have any eyes. Like, the old ones had, like, those bright, big eyes. The new turtles, I can't see their eyes that good. I'm not even sure what exactly are the new, new turtles. Like, I don't know what the current turtles are. Because they were... They ran through a lot of turtles in recent years. There were like the new mo- movie turtles. There were those weird uh, Nickelodeon turtles yeah. with like the weird like dalsam limbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's another reboot turtle happening at the moment. So I can't keep up Boy. with the turtles. Well, that's a the uh, couple of turtles because on the shark attack box, there is a late 80s Ninja Turtle sticker as we talked about. So you brought these up. Um. So the uh, I actually had the uh, Donatello when I grew up. I had the Donatello uh, Christmas stocking. Now that doesn't mean I, I know how much it is. That I, it's that plus three more three others. in this particular haul. Okay, so so that's the modern. No, that's the vintage. Well, no, the Ninja Turtles are modern. Yeah, yeah. Ninja Turtles are modern. The vintage are from the fifties. 36 yeah. pairs. So there's 72 mm-hmm. individual vintage nylon stockings that are deluxe sheer and mm-hmm. flat knit. Well, I yeah. don't know what those words mean. Um, yeah, yeah, like, but I had what I was saying is I had the, the vintage turtles growing up, and I don't know how much those were. So I couldn't tell you how much the modern ones were either. So I'm going to go turtles, though. So I'm going to go modern here. Um,. Just because I think if you were to look up these types of things, you would uh, look up uh, something like the turtles first. You're not just looking up nylon stockings. So there's a purpose to it. So that's my thought here. Um, I'm going to go modern. And since we've been like just saying prices that weren't even close, I'm going to say that... Um, the the stockings are like, I don't know, four or five bucks each. No, 
I'm going to say uh, Modern Turtles, $18, and um, the nylon socks, with which are vintage, I'm going to go $12. Just to be clear, these turtles are the, the turtles that you and I grew up with. These are the 1985 four of those sets, and you still think they're $16 for all four of those? If you saw your Donatello, you would only pay $4 for him. So let's back up one second. I thought the vintage that you were pitching to me were just nylon socks. The vi- the well, yeah, the vintage. That's the, that's the. Bit. That's what I would. What, but why? The then why did you one. just say that? Why no. did you just say what you said then? The bit is that the vintage is the nylon socks, the nylon stockings, and yeah. the modern are the turtles from 1985. So there's a 35 year gap in the products. Stockings from the 50s. Ninja Turtles from the oh, 80s. Oh, fuck. Okay, so the, the it's modern... It's easier if you look at my notes, but then you know Jesus. the answer. Jesus, I was like, what is he talking about? He's flipping it around on I'm me. sure there are people out there who didn't think it was as confusing as you did. I'm sure. So the vintage are from the 50s, the modern are from the 80s. Yeah. Perfect. I thought I specified that. Perfect. All right. Okay, so I'm going to go still modern. Okay. I'm going to go still turtles. I just wanted you to get your pricing right. Yeah. For, I, I, <laughs> this is our one chance to so save I'm, our pricing. So I'm going to go 40 bucks on the turtles modern. And on the nylon stockings with your vintage from the 50s, I'm going to go $28. So uh, modern by 12 Okay. Well, let's start with the turtles. Um, you're off less with the turtles. Okay, cool. The four Ninja Turtle stockings... From 1985, sold for 79.99. Yikes! Free shipping, uh, but they're cool. stockings. Cool. They don't, you know, go for much. Yeah. Uh, the vintage socks, I guess. Uh, the nylons from the 50s. 36 pairs of these went for 750 dollars. That's what I thought. As soon what? And I actually did find the nylons first because I searched vintage stocking and then realized I needed to put Christmas in it, in it. or I was going to end up with a bunch of fucking socks. Yeah. $750. I mean, that's over $10 a sock. So not only did I lose, you won. I did win. Thank you. you. Uh, uh, your return episode, very successful for you. I would feel really bad if I lost the night I got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Your Hall of Fame night? My Hall of Fame ceremony and my pink salmon jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, not only did I lose that, but also I lost that particular round by roughly like 720 bucks. <laughs> like yeah not like, including the modern. 40 for the turtles yeah yeah like i said modern and the vintage not only were more like i no i said yeah i said modern not only were the vintage more but they were like over 700 bucks i had a, i gave you a chance to at least get the pricing and you could have deviated you could have been like oh maybe this is my chance to switch back over but you hit me on the narrow margin i hit you on the huge margin there Mm-hmm. Six hundred and what eighty dollars between that? Yeah, jeez. Yeah, I went narrow. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, but we're gonna be spending uh some time with each other over the next few days. I'm coming over here tomorrow morning. Yeah, to hang out. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Tonight is Thanksgiving Eve, and because you and I are old, rather mm-hmm. than be at the bar celebrating with hip kids, we're hanging out with my sleepy, anxious dog. Yeah. Just chilling out, drinking some beers. Yeah, and it's also dark, so I don't go outside. It's been dark since like 4 o'clock. Yeah, so I'm so not going to yeah. be going outside. And then tomorrow, I think we're going to kick around some PS2 games or something. Yeah, got a new haul of PS2 games. Everybody knows. I got the, uh, everybody knows. Like, I, you know, yeah. it's got its own Twitter account. Uh, but yeah, I got the, 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 uh, the custom PS2. Uh, but I started to collect the physical discs because... I don't know what to do with my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, and you have a Nerf controller, an actual Nerf 
PS2 controller that you could like, because I have that issue where I have to take the controller and jam it into me as hard as I can to make marks. Yeah. I can't do it with a Nerf. That was the thing. If anybody, you know, growing up in your childhood, if you remember playing, if you had a special controller that like, you know, rings true mm -hmm. to this, I had to go out and get my old Nerf controller that I had as a kid and I found a good one on eBay. Uh, and it's amazing. So I guess the next episode that we do together, we'll say what had happened tomorrow. Um, so I'm sure if you win a lot tomorrow, you'll start off with that. Um, so we'll, oh, we I mean, I'm sure that I will both start <laughs> off with it and win a lot. <laughs> but I, I want to give a, a, a thanks, as usual, to Steve Bears from Bluffs, bluffs.bandcamp.com, the theme to our show for many reasons. And also, Commonwealth Press, cwpress.com. Use promo code THRIFTY, and you will get 12 shirts for free in an order of 50. cwpress.com, softest shirts in America. They don't say that. I do. Um, so, They're extremely soft. Yeah, the, and uh, and thank you for – we had a, a few local businesses. Uh, they actually uh, – didn't tell me <laughs> they were using those and then somebody through the grapevine was like hey you got some businesses using your codes and i was like very sick <laughs> get them because they are great shirts they're great people they do awesome stuff mm -hmm. they give away stuff so check out follow them on instagram follow them on facebook uh twitter all of that stuff because when they get free stuff they give it away and uh, pay attention to Facebook.com, the website, to, to find out more information. Uh, again, it's Friday, the 13th of December at the Redfish Bowl in uh, Pittsburgh, PA, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Podcasts all night. Um, we have some type of panel going on, but in uh, we'll have some further details as it gets closer. And a lot's on the horizon for Thrifty, too. Um, we have to figure out some time to do the, the uh, a white elephant gift exchange. I've, I've been saving gifts. I got a good a good couple gifts that will be coming in the bag. Same like that. Oh, you're going to use the same bag? It's Thrifty, brother. Yeah, we'll use the same bag. <laughs> Get roached.